Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for Captain Marvel. Uh, it's the 2019 film that's coming out just before Avengers Endgame. It's the last of the sort of setup films for it. Because obviously we had Ant-Man and the Wasp, which kind of kind of did that as well. Um, it's good. I liked it. There's um, a large section of this film, which is kind of at the start actually, that I... Didn't dislike necessarily, but I thought could have been done better and paced better. Um, I think that th this kind of reminds me of um, when Black Panther came out. Because if I recall, we had uh, Thor Ragnarok. And then the next year after that, in what, like February or something, we had uh, Black Panther. And then in the April of that year, which was last year, I suppose. Uh, we had Avengers uh, Infinity War. This kind of feels like the same sort of situation as that. Where it's like this film just before the much bigger one. Uh, the difference here being obviously with everything that happens in Infinity War. Uh, Carol Danvers or Captain Marvel um, is basically you know set up to be the one to take down Thanos. Essentially um, we sort of already knew that going in. And we knew that that was going to be kind of what this film introduces um because black panther although you had the fight at wakanda um in uh in infinity war captain marvel isn't really set up for the same reasons but this feels like just sort of the last film that they wanted to put in just before that which is essentially like i said what black panther was for um and you know thor ragnarok was obviously to change that character to who he becomes in infinity war and give him a, a bit more of the comedic side um, but, uh, this film's basically just a kind of a setup of, here's Carol Danvers, here's kind of her backstory, and flashbacks, and bits and pieces like that, and introduces, like, okay, this is the people that she's with, this is the, the Kree, and the Skrulls, and this is what they do, um, and then eventually you do get to, okay, how did she get her powers, that is revealed, um, and if you're not familiar with entertainment, so what I'm gonna do is keep this first part spoiler-free, uh, go go to the break, do the housekeeping stuff, and then go into spoilers afterwards. Because although there isn't like Infinity War levels of spoilers here, there is some very interesting stuff to talk about and some quite funny stuff as well to talk about. Um, but yeah, you get the bits of, bits of her uh, backstory and stuff and explaining, okay, how did she get her powers? And that was actually the moment that the film kind of clicked for me. Because I was like, okay, you've kind of got that in there and you've... Um, like a stab, and it was a decent enough reason. Like you see, you've seen all sorts of different reasons for people getting powers, like Spider-Man bit by a spider, and Captain America's. Although he's not got his powers, he's got like the strength stuff, and it was part of the experiment and whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting when that happened as well. I'll dive a little bit more into that in the in the spoiler section and stuff, but. Um, mainly what I kind of want to leave off with is this wasn't like an oh my god this is incredible like amazing film uh, and it definitely wasn't terrible it was like okay good we got her set up we we got out of the film what we needed to do which was who is she what's her powers set her up uh, the one kind of other spoiler three spoiler free thing that I want to say is um I still don't this isn't a knock against Captain Marvel herself. This is more of a looking at Thanos situation. Because I want to make what I'm going to say very clear. Because it could come off as negative and whatever. I still don't think. And again I'm looking at more of this in, in terms of Thanos' power. And not in terms of Captain Marvel's. I don't buy 
that either Carol Danvers or I guess Captain Marvel. I don't buy that Captain Marvel or anyone that still exists in the MCU could take down Thanos. I still don't quite buy it. And that isn't to say, you know, Captain Marvel looks weak or whatever. It's because, you know, if you remember that scene in Infinity War, Thanos looked incredibly powerful. He couldn't be shot at, he couldn't be hit and everything. The only other thing that kind of throws what I've just said, uh, or puts, puts a spanner in the work into that, is um, at the end of, obviously, Infinity War, the gauntlet is kind of broken-ish. It's not, like, shattered apart or whatever. It's, like, you know, damaged and burnt out a bit. But we don't know to an extent of how much that will work. Obviously, some people that have read the comics might know more than me, that kind of stuff. Um, so, would that, like, weaken him to a point where the Avengers... I, when I say Avengers, I'm basically including everyone. All of our heroes, could they then go and defeat him? Because unless you have, like... Someone that's just incredibly powerful. Um, I, I, I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm remembering what Thanos was like at the end of Infinity War and trying to think of who, uh, could, could take him down. Again, that's not a knock against Captain Marvel's power. I don't think that Scarlet Witch could do it. I don't think that any of the other females necessarily could do it. I don't think any of the guys could really do it. So it's not in terms of oh, because she's a woman, I don't think she's powerful enough. I think it's because Thanos is just too powerful for basically everybody. But, like I just said, with him having the gauntlet damage and some of that power being taken away from him, maybe the Avengers, all of them, again, whether it's male or the, or the female characters, they're going to be teaming up anyway. Um, uh, could that mean that, uh, you know, post-snap and all that sort of stuff, that he's weakened and then they can go and, like, defeat him and get the world back in some sort of order? Again, we don't know how any of that happens because that's to do with Endgame, so... Um, because kind of one of the reasons I'm saying that as well, this whole, like, power thing between Thanos and basically everybody else, is because when, um, you know, when they, when Infinity War came out and everybody was kind of talking like, okay, Captain Marvel's next, she's going to be the most powerful in the MCU, um, and that kind of stuff, and I'm not disagreeing that she is, I, I couldn't, there's a lot of different uh, people in, in the MCU who are very, very powerful. Scarlet Witch is very powerful. You've still got Captain America who's very, very strong. So there's a lot of different uh, characters out there that could um, take him down. Take Thanos down, like le a less, the less powered version. Um, but when everybody was kind of like, oh, she's the most uh, you know powerful in the MCU. And I was expecting to see something really dramatic. And this isn't from her character standpoint. It was more the way that the film presented it to me. There was nothing particular that she did that I was like, okay, wow, yeah, she's really incredibly powerful. That's not to say that she isn't. That's to say that the film, in my eyes, didn't display what that is. Whereas with Thanos... Um, and him collecting all the, the stones and you saw him powering up throughout that film. That kind of showed that. I don't think we necessarily saw that in uh, Captain Marvel. Again, I, I could be wrong. I'm open to being wrong about about that kind of stuff. And uh, there's probably some stuff in Endgame that will straighten this out. And then I can come around and say, you know, okay, the, the less powered version of Thanos could be defeated by these different people. I hope you guys kind of all get where I'm coming from with that and what, I, what I'm trying to explain it's not the lack of power from one character it's how powerful the other character is because you have to take that into an account when somebody fights somebody um but yeah I thought the the Kree and the the scrolls are kind of interesting the, the scrolls were an interesting kind of thing for them to sort of introduce as well because if I recall correctly this is the first time we've seen them is it the, the scrolls um and it's interesting to see the kind of 
you know, if one character comes up to another hero and um, they start talking about various different stuff, and then they're like, "Wait a minute, is that really you?" And then it gets revealed that it isn't. That's kind of interesting to to continue to see. It's a little bit of a cliche type of thing uh, with characters that can take on other people's identities, people like Mystique and some some other people that that kind of come to mind. Um, but uh, yeah, it is kind of interesting to see that as well. Um, and that's pretty much all the spoiler-free talk I had. There's a lot. There's some other stuff that I have spoiler-wise to talk about. Obviously, the the credit scenes and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we shall see what comes of that. But uh, I'll just say one more la- last time. I hope you guys get what I mean in terms of the power stuff. Um, so <laughs> I hope I didn't sort of annoy anybody with, with that or anything. But uh, yeah, if you want me to kind of explain it to you or whatever, just send in an email or tweet or something and I'll try and explain it to you if it didn't come across uh, correctly. It's not her weakness, it's Thanos' ridiculous strength because we all saw Infinity War and we all saw how powerful he was. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's kind of... Because um, going to Thanos in the Infinity War stuff, that's kind of a moment of like... Okay, this thing's incredibly powerful. Who can take him down? Um, and, you know, Carol Danvers was put into the question and stuff. So I, I don't want to keep going over that and trying to re-explain it and everything. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what uh, Carol's got. Or Cara. Uh, Cara. See, I'm thinking of Cara Danvers as well, but that's Supergirl. Um, Carol Danvers, we'll see what she's got for us in, uh, in Endgame and see... What, what happens with everything it's all been kind of set up now so i think that's very very interesting as well um all right i'm gonna go into spoilers in a bit but stick around for just a couple more minutes because i'm gonna let you know what else we're doing on entertainmenttalk.org today's sponsor is kirsty legister's juice plus if you would like to get help with trying to lose weight this might just be the solution that you're looking for with a range of products that include shakes boosters capsules and more get started today all you need to do is click on the kirsty legisters juice plus link in your show notes or description on itunes or on the website go over to her facebook profile send her a facebook message and get started with the program today Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, All you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, The Walking Dead is still continuing for the second half of the ninth season. We've had 12 episodes so far. I think we got episode 13 next week. Uh, and it's still continuing on uh, The Walking Dead UK podcast. Um, what else do we have? The DC shows Flash and Arrow kind of recently came back. So if you like your superhero stuff... 
um, flash and arrow on the CW, on the DC side of things, of course. Um, re- recently returned in the UK for the second half of their season, so me and Robert covered the return episodes for those. And we'll be back in uh, the five weeks for those, because we do them in five episode chunks. Uh, so that's that as well. Uh, random gaming talk, me and Robert talked about um, an interesting development kind of conversation. And what I mean is literally the development of video games. Because you've got uh, Anthem, which is crashing PS4s and other systems. And you've got Kojima, who's saying that he's basically a little bit behind schedule with their Stranding. So we kind of compared the two situations and spoke about them individually. And we talked about a bunch of other stuff as well. Uh, including Dead or Alive 6's um, ridiculously high-priced season pass, which is $93. It's absurd we don't understand it and we try to figure that out as well uh, but that's the random gaming talk side of things star trek discovery uh, i will be doing the podcast today i'm just doing this first um star trek discovery yeah, it's still continuing for season two it has been renewed for season three and it's been kind of interesting to discuss and uh, cover as well what else have we been doing on entertainment talk film review side of things uh big update for that they updated the posters in the, the cinema today um, we've got Spider-Man Homecoming coming out, which is, I believe, July, I think. Um, Toy Story 4, I think, is in June. We've got Avengers Endgame, obviously, um, which is April 25th or 26th, I can't remember. Uh, there's a film called You, I think, which is from the same people that did uh, Get Out, which is the other horror film that they did. Um, I quite liked Get Out, uh, so I'm going to check out um, You in a couple of weeks that's like the, that's the 20 something of of march which is in like a week or two uh so i'm gonna m- maybe be checking that out as well uh films are getting kind of busy in march and april because i've also got shazam you've got hellboy and you've got what's the other one uh captain marvel you uh endgame hellboy shazam and what's the other one for April? I'm pretty sure there's another one. Maybe I'm thinking of John Wick, which uh, I think that said it was May. But that's five films in March and April. Don't know if I'm going to do all of them. I'm going to see all of them because obviously that's a lot of money as well. Um, but uh, I'll kind of obviously with the you know obviously I'm going to see Endgame. That's uh, going to be obviously happening as well. Um, you I'll probably see. Um, so the two ones that I definitely want to do is uh, you and Endgame, obviously. Uh, and then I'll kind of see where. Um, uh, Hellboy and Shazam land. I could, I, I kind of want to push those to May a little bit. If uh, they should still be out, I'm guessing. So, um, maybe I'll, I'll decide to do that as well. But we'll, we'll have to just wait and see what happens. I think it's a little bit silly for DC to release Shazam like in between Endgame and uh, Captain Marvel. I know they've not got anything to do with each other, but it's the like kind of financial competition, which is right in the middle of these two films that are trying to kind of connect to each other. So I, I don't really get it, but who understands dc i don't know um and yeah that's roughly what we got going on at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org or the podcast platform of your choice i'm going to go into spoilers so you can do one of two things if you're listening on a podcast app which is like itunes or spotify pause the podcast go and check out some of the other stuff that we've done search for entertainment talk on itunes feeds podcast feeds all that kind of stuff uh if you're on the website just click on the home page it should stop the podcast uh, and then check out some of the other stuff as well. Turn your volume down. Do whatever you need to do. Again, there's no like massive huge spoilers here. But there's some very interesting things uh, to be discussed. So shut the podcast off. Go and check out some of the other stuff that we've done. Uh, plenty for you to listen to. Spoiler free and spoilers for stuff. I'm going to go into spoilers. So please leave now. Um, so I witnessed today a cinema audience in 2019. That stayed through a credit scene to watch a cat throw up a tesseract. Um, I mean, we didn't know that was what what we uh, we didn't know that that was what we were going to be shown, 
But um, they like show Nick Fury's desk. And I'm like, okay, not much is really like happening here. What are you gonna do? And then the cat starts like, you know, do, doing whatever it does to to throw up. And then after like a few seconds of that, you think like, okay, still got the tesseract in there. Is obviously gonna throw up, and it's that's how the tesseract kind of gets out there, and obviously ends up on Thanos's gauntlet in the end. Um, so that was interesting to sit through the credits. Uh, obviously the during credit scene what are we what are we calling the that credit scene because you got the post credit scene which that cat one was the credits were over and that was a scene that took place afterwards um but i'm guessing it's like a during credit scene uh i think this is actually the most interesting part of the whole film kind of to connect it to the mcu as well we get basically the scene which is uh you know the receiver that we saw and it's still going off um i assume that they found that in the streets because if you guys remember um, that's where Nick Fury, uh, last was. He had, he was there with, um, Maria Hill, Kobe Smulders' character. And, um, yeah, you kind of saw, yeah, he had the page, is it the pager thing? He pressed that and then they found that and they were, like, investigating what it was. You saw, uh, War Machine, Black Widow, Cap was there, uh, I believe the Hulk was there, or Bruce Banner. And then, uh, yeah, right at the end of that you get, obviously, um, you know, C- Carol Danvers is there. And uh, just asks like where, where's Nick Fury. So it's a nice kind of. That's like the final. Literally the final piece of setup that we need. Uh, for Endgame. Because uh, she's there now. She's with the Avengers. And what are they going to do. We'll have to wait and find out. Um, I still don't really have any solid guesses. As to how they're going to get the people back. Um, obviously they're going to they're gonna do it in some way. Because we're getting a new Spider-Man film. And even though it hasn't been announced. We're going to have a new Black Panther film. Because. I mean, that would just be stupid if we didn't get one. Look how much money that film made. Um, and plus he's a new character. But, uh, yeah, we've basically got everybody in place. We've still got um, also Ant-Man and the Wasp. They had their whole, their version of the um, snap happen at the end of that film. And then we've got, you know, we've moved Carol to present day. Um, and, uh, yeah, and she's meeting up with the Avengers and all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, what other spoiler stuff is there? I haven't really talked about Coulson yet. It was kind of cool to see him and it made sense that he would be there with Nick Fury. And I like the little tie-in sort of bits at the end of, um, you know, set on, setting up the... Because he, he writes down the something initiative. I can't remember what it is. And then he changes it and he obviously writes uh, Avengers initiative. So that was uh, kind of a nice little cool thing to see as well. Uh, and I like the conversation between him and Nick Fury of like... Hey, we still can't find the Tesseract. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure it will turn up somewhere. And then you look over and the cat's there. I thought the cat was a nice addition. Obviously, the whole... If you read the comics, you might have known what the cat was going to do. But wow, when it pulls out those tentacle things and eats all those people, the whole cinema was just like completely cracking up. So, um, yeah, it's just this innocent little cat throughout the film. And obviously, Nick Fury pays uh, a lot of attention to it and bonds with it in, in kind of nice ways. And... Uh, yeah, that was that was kind of cool to see. So, um, I think that's about all I've got for you. I'm just like I tweeted today. I'm just ready. I'm just ready for Endgame now. We've set up everything we need to do, other than Hawkeye. Really, he's the only character we haven't really seen, and I'm surprised we didn't get anything from him. But I'm guessing because what has happened to his character, because he's the I heard a new name that he's been given, but it's uh, it's lost lost me. Um. What was it? Because he's got like a sword and something. I have no idea what any of that stuff is. So I'm going to let Endgame kind of explain that to me. I'm guessing they haven't really shown where he is. To keep that all a secret. And to keep where he's gone. 
a secret and that kind of stuff. So I guess that's sort of interesting as well. Hawkeye is obviously one of the least like notable uh, Avengers characters, but like I mean, he's got a cool new look. He's still got his bow and arrow and stuff. And judging by the uh, what's it, the Endgame trailer, he's got like a shield and stuff. I don't. Is that supposed to be Cap's shield? I'm not sure. Is it supposed to be? Yeah, we'll just, we'll <laughs> just be a case of waiting to see what they do in in uh, in Endgame with him and where they explain that his character's been and stuff. So uh, yeah, just ready for Endgame. I'm ready for it now. And uh, we have, I mean, we have been since the moment that we saw Nick Fury drop the uh, the the pager thing for Captain Marvel. We've been ready for it. And um, yeah, it's going to be here in well, like five six weeks roughly. It's the eighth of March today. So. Um, and yeah, something else I've kind of forgotten to talk about and to say, or two things actually. Uh, first of all, happy International Women's Day to all the women out there. I know my explanation earlier of the whole Carol Danvers thing might have been a little bit confusing. But um, yeah, uh, happy International Women's Day to all the uh, women out there. And uh, if you're on PlayStation, there is a new, um, they made one last year. Uh, but they've made a new updated one with like the 2018 characters. Uh, there's actually a new theme on the PS4 which you can go and download. Obviously it's free and you can check that out as well. So I'm just p- kind of putting that out there. Um, and the other thing which I kind of should have mentioned in the spoiler free section. But uh, our, st- our tribute to Stanley. I kind of did a like tribute thing to him in the uh, Spider-Verse podcast I did. I put like a remembering Stanley thing. Um, but basically what they did obviously is... Um, the usual Avengers intro that we get, the Marvel logo intro, they replaced all of the Avengers with, um, it's not just Stanley in different, in different outfits, is it? That's like his characters that his cameo does, uh, from before. Um, and of course he's got his cameo in this. I, I think that might be one of the best ones. It's, it's really just kind of subtle and, and nice the way they did that, did that. Cause basically it's, uh, what's it? Carol goes past Stanley. He's reading something. He's, he's saying something. He puts down his magazine or whatever, and they kind of just nod at each other. I thought that was really kind of nice, as like a sort of a, like nod of respect in a way as well. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I think that they should keep this Marvel new, the new. I guess it's like a new Marvel intro with the Stanley characters. Um, I think that they should kind of keep that permanent as well. I think that would be very nice. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got for you. Thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the content on EntertainmentTalk.org. You can get in contact, Matthew at, uh, sorry, yeah, entertainmenttalk.org for all the content, and then Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org for the emails. Twitter, eTalkUK, there's also the contact page as well. Uh, and there's, you should find all that stuff in your show notes. If you've got any feedback, questions, questions, comments, any of that sort of stuff, that's in there for you guys to, uh, get access to as well. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link, that's where you can go and shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut for what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds, please write, review, and subscribe to those. Word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know. Obviously, a lot of people are going to be watching this film, so tell them about the podcast. Uh, spread it around social media, share it, retweet it, put it in different Facebook groups, all that kind of stuff. It all really does help, and thank you to everybody that does do that. And lastly, video games. If you want to watch me, Robert or David play different video games. Me and David have got Twitch streaming channels. Robert's got one on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening. And I shall see you uh, I've, well, on the film side. It will be either for you or for uh, Endgame. Yeah, we're excited. It's going to be it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, three hours long, apparently, Endgame. So, I mean, they have a lot of things to sort out. They've got a lot of people to bring back from the dead. So, that's going to be interesting as well. Alright, thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye.